welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back again this week. We are going to continue down our road of nutrition for the month of January. Um, Before we do that, I'll just fill you in on a little bit about what's going on with me. Um, If you were a part of the Everybody Health and Mindset Facebook group, that's now been moved over to a Facebook page. And the reason for that is, is now that Facebook has uh, Facebook podcasts, like you can listen to podcasts on Facebook. But the only way to get my podcast on Facebook is to have a page and not a group. And so um, I will link that in the show notes today. But if you're a part of that group, I did post in there to get over and like and follow that page instead, because that's where all of my content will be going to. Um, Another reminder that I've got a new challenge group starting January 31st. So that is a completely virtual health and fitness challenge group. It is a four-week group, um, but you also get access to my community for an entire year where we will continue doing um, further fitness challenges after the first one. But Registration is open for that, and it's pretty necessary that you register in the next week or so, um, just so you get all your supplies before we start on the 31st. Um, One other thing is I am hoping to get some responses from you guys about what your biggest burning question about nutrition is, anything nutrition, Um, and that can be submitted to me via Facebook Instagram, DM me. Um, I'll put my email down in the show notes as well. So the next episode that I record is going to be actually in just a couple of days. Um, And that's because I am leaving for Jamaica at the end of the week. But what I want the um, next episode to be is just me answering, like doing a Q&A, answering all the questions that people have about nutrition. So it can be like anything um, that you want to know. And if I don't know the answer, you know, I'll look it up and figure it out for you. So a couple of things, lots of things going on. I'm getting ready for vacation. Brain is in vacation mode. Um, I want to do a QA and a in a couple of days. So submit your questions. If you have more than one question, just throw them all at me. Um, I'll probably have time to answer, you know, quite a few in a 20, 25 minute episode. So um, go ahead and do that. And also, if you want to join that virtual health and fitness challenge group, which will include both exercise and nutrition support, you will want to do that soon as well. Um, But today you saw from uh, the name of the show, we are going to talk about meal planning and prepping. And we are going to talk about this because it's a big part of you staying on track with your nutrition. And I feel like for a long time, uh, meal planning and prepping was kind of like a buzz topic or buzzword. You know, social media feeds were full of those like cute little portioned out Tupperware containers and people would have like 10 meals made and stack them up in their fridge. And I don't know about you, but I was always confused as to how someone had so much time to prep all of that. Um, But having said that, I've learned a lot since then. And I want to spend this episode sharing with you some different strategies that you can take toward meal planning and prepping. Um, I'll be 100% honest with you and say I absolutely do not get this done every single week. 
Would I like to? Sure. But in reality, it just doesn't happen sometimes. Some weeks I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. But also, um, those are the weeks that remind me like, man, I really need to get on track and plan this so that I save money and time and eat better and all of those things. So um, here's how I plan to cover meal prep in our episode. We're going to talk about number one, planning what you'll eat. Number two, making a grocery list and only getting what you need. Number three, we'll talk about simple meal prep, which is buffet-style meal prep. And number four, we'll talk a little more complex prep, which is prepping the full meal. Now, meal planning and prepping um, can help you in quite a few ways. So it'll for sure save you money. It'll definitely keep you on track with your health goals by keeping you out of the fast food lines or out of like the section of the store where you're buying like the fried chicken or whatever it is, um, you know, where you're just running out and you're like, I'm going to buy anything that they have hot right now. Um, I've been there so many times that I had nothing planned and then I end up spending like four times what I would have spent uh, on making a meal, just grabbing food from a restaurant or, you know, fast food we don't do a ton of, but sometimes or, you know, the the lines in the store, whatever. You end up spending a ton of money on food that's really not that good and it's food that you normally wouldn't eat. So you may end up just not feeling great afterwards. At least that's where I always end up. It's like, oh, let's just order a pizza and then you eat pizza. And I'm like, ugh, why did I eat that pizza? <laughs> but um, it'll also save you time and stress during the week. So I've talked about on being uh, on that autopilot with your morning routines and fitness routines in the past, how you can kind of just rely on that routine that you've built up. And here's another chance to flip that switch. If your meals are planned, your meals are ready, you don't have to think about it, you just have to do it. So no more of that like sitting at work, like, oh, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? And I can't think of anything to make and nobody wants anything. Um, Or worrying about eating something that doesn't fit your meal plan or your nutritional needs. It's easy. Just do what you have planned, eat what you have prepped, and then you don't have to worry about it. Also, if you have a family, um, posting your plan on the fridge can get more buy-in, especially if you have kids. So if they know ahead of time what you're making, they're definitely more likely to participate in eating it, right? So think about it. If every night were a surprise to you when you sat down at the table, you might not want to eat it either. It'd be like going to a restaurant, but not being allowed to order, just having to eat whatever the waiter puts in front of you. It doesn't sound great, does it? (laughs) And that's often what we do to our kids and just expect them to eat it. Like, sit down and eat. I didn't tell you what you're going to have. We didn't talk about it. I just made food and gave it to you. So if you can involve your kids in the plan, you know, just ask like, hey, what would you like for dinner this week? What's something that I could make, you know, that you would like or something like that. Um, But then also just putting up the plan uh, for what meals you'll have for dinner or breakfast or whatever you cook most often. Um, And you'll be surprised. Kids are a little more compliant when they know what's coming. And or my kids will say like, oh, that's what you're making. Do you think I could have something else? And most of the time I'm like, sure, you know, I don't ever force them to eat anything specific. So um, you'll get a little more buy-in from your family for sure. So let's get started. Step one, planning what you're going to eat. This is the biggest, most important step to meal planning and prepping. And yes, it seems super obvious, but I'll tell you a lot of people skip this step. They go right to groceries and buy a bunch of stuff and say, oh, I'll just figure out what to make with this later with really good intentions. They buy all the meats and veggies and stuff, and then by the time dinner comes, uh, you know, or end of the week comes, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't use any of this. They're throwing away things. So plan what you're going to eat. And this will look different for everyone depending on you, 
who you eat with, um, if you're a single person and you only cook for yourselves versus being like the parent of a family and cooking, you know, like for me, I cook for a family of four. Everyone has different likes and dislikes and can be a bit more complicated, but no worries, it can be done for sure. So what you're going to do Um, ideally the weekend before and before you would go grocery shopping. So if you go shopping on Saturday, this is something you'd want to do Thursday or Friday. If you go on Sunday or Monday, you know, you can do this Friday, Saturday, whatever, Um, is you want to sit down and write out what you'll eat for all three meals plus your snacks. And you can do this any way you want. You can get those cute little journals where it's like a full week and it has the space already prepped out for you to write it in there. Most of the time I get like a piece of notebook paper and I just write Monday, breakfast, lunch, dinner, Tuesday, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then write my snacks over on the side. Um, But planning your snacks is a must. So it's something I think a lot of people don't really think about. Um, They think about, okay, what am I going to have for my meals? And then they get hungry during the day and you're just like grabbing whatever. And then you feel like you're getting off track. So plan your snacks. And yes, if you plan to eat chips as a snack once or twice a week, that's totally cool. Just write it down and plan for it, right? We need to have this stuff written down and planned. You know, I grab out of the chip bag once or twice a week, probably it's fine, but just make sure that you have it written down and planned. So you know what you're having when you're having it. And picking out what you want to eat really doesn't have to be complicated. I personally will eat like the same thing for breakfast, you know, mostly seven days a week, lunches, same thing, most days, Um, I never pick complicated recipes that require me to have like 25 ingredients. I keep it really simple. And if you're new to meal planning and prepping or just generally like a busy person that doesn't want to spend a lot of time on this, simple is the way to go. You know, find those staple meals that you can make with, you know, just a few ingredients really simply. Um, I always like to try to find new stuff to mix in once in a while But I'm also the kind of person that like if I look at the ingredient list and there's more than like 10 things or probably even less, like once it gets to like 17 different seasonings, I'm like, forget it. I am not making this. It's not worth my time. So um, so I would have like a week written out each meal and what I plan to eat. I always plan one night during the week for leftovers because toward the end of the week, we usually have just stuff left over. So usually like Wednesday or Thursday, I'm making leftovers from stuff that we've had from like Sunday or Monday. Um, I almost always have stuff left over in the fridge and I don't like to throw away food. So leftover night is definitely like a must in our house. Um, I also will use leftovers from dinners for my lunch the next day too. So, you know, I said I usually have the same thing for lunch. Um, or I'll pick one thing to have for lunch for the whole week. And it's usually something really simple, um, like hard boiled eggs mixed with avocado on toast, and then like some salad and fruit or something like that. That's also something that I just can make really fast and easily. So if I have leftovers, I just won't make it and I'll eat the leftovers instead. Um, Not everyone is a leftover person. I get that. My husband like doesn't like to eat leftovers at all, really, for the most part. So that's probably why I end up eating them, just because I hate to throw them away. But um, just, you know, having that stuff planned out, planning what you will eat is step one. And it's the most important step. And it is a step that people skip. You've probably done it before. I've done it before. Um, And since everyone that's listening to this is at a different part of your journey, I I really cannot tell you what exactly to plan for each meal. But in general, I encourage everyone to have a planned protein at each meal. 
Always lots of veggies for lunches, dinners, snacks. You can mix in veggies for breakfast too. I know it might feel weird, but it's not weird. Um, And everything else is really going to be up to you and where you're at. Now with my personal like nutrition coaching clients, I definitely go into more macronutrient details and help them figure out a good balance for their day. But generally speaking, if you've got protein, you've got a good, you know, good healthy carbs, um, you've got some healthy fats, tons and tons of veggies, you are going to be on the right track for sure. Now, step two, grocery list and shopping. This is important. So you must only purchase what you plan for. And here's the cool thing. If you do that, you're going to save money too. Write a list, you know, put it on your phone, write it down, or you can even do like that ordering online and picking up your groceries. so You're not even tempted to buy any other things. But here's my caveat. If you know you're going to want some ice cream this week, put it on the list. Maybe just buy a small pint instead of a gallon, but just buy it right away, right? Return trips to the grocery store cost you extra money and put you at more risk of breaking away from your plan. So it's like, oh, I didn't buy ice cream, but now I really want some. So I'm going to go to the store and get ice cream and this and this and this and this. And before that, you're tossing your veggies in a couple of days because they went bad because you ate other stuff instead. (laughs) Um, So... I like to get the like that Halo Top ice cream is really good. It's like a high protein ice cream um, and it's got like a lower calorie count. That is what fits well in my plan. That doesn't necessarily have to be for you. So like deprivation is not the goal here. Um, yes, if you don't have it, you can't eat it. But you should know by now I am all about balance and I won't ever force myself not to have a treat once in a while or you know, every now and then I don't buy ice cream every time I go to the store. I don't buy chips every time I go to the store, but I will get it once in a while if I want to have it that week. Right. And I just make sure I portion it out and try to eat it in a way that fits me best. Everybody's different. Some of you listening might have like a true eating disorder or diagnosis that affects your eating. And maybe it isn't your plan just to not purchase those things at all. Always go with what works for you. I'm sharing what I do personally for myself and talk with my clients about um, who my clients are never people that need professional medical help with their nutrition, right? So I'm not qualified to work with them. I'm not a registered dietitian or anything like that. I'm a certified nutrition coach. So I'm speaking to like the general masses here, right? So (laughs) grocery list, stick to the list. Be sure you get everything that you've got planned, which might include a treat or a snack as well. Um, I personally like sending my husband to the store because I am terrible at sticking to the list. You can even ask him. It's like every time I go, I am getting something that's not on the list. And he is like a master at sticking to it. So he usually does most of our grocery trips um, because it saves us a lot of money. So, all right. So we've got meals planned and you've gotten what you need to make them. So now what, right? You've bought all these groceries. You have these meals planned. What are you going to do? Um, We're going to get to prepping now. So first, we're going to talk about buffet style prepping. And this is when a lot of people find a little simpler, easier, and fits into their lifestyle a little better. This is also what I kind of tend to stick to more so than like full on meal prep, which we'll talk about after this. But buffet style means you prep as much as you can ahead of time and just store it separately. 
kind of like a buffet, right? So you have all your veggies chopped up and put into one big container. Maybe you'll cook up a bunch of chicken or or eggs or something and put that in another container. Maybe you've cooked up your rice. You've got that in another container. So it's not like I have my chicken, veggies, and rice all in one thing. It's more buffet style. So I can go in and scoop out what I need from which container, right? So I'm not putting an entire meal together. I'm just prepping the things I need to put the meal together. So it's things that save me time, like especially chopping veggies saves you a ton of time. So even if those veggies are eventually going to be cooked, Um, if I chop them up ahead of time, then when it's time to actually make them, I don't have to do that step, right? So it just skips a step for me. So what you need to assess prior to prep is really how much time you'll have each day to prepare meals. Like some people do have a full hour to cook. They don't really need to do much besides um, planning and purchasing the food, right? Because they have time to do all the prep. Um, For me, I prep my breakfast because it's something that needs prepping right away Um, (laughs) because my mornings are super busy and I don't have much time to make my food that morning. Um, I really love overnight oats. So what I do is I will get five containers out and just fill them up with what I need for overnight oats, everything except the liquid. Then at night I can just pull it out, add my almond milk, throw it in the fridge and it's ready in the morning. So if you want to know what I use, I use a half a cup of um, oats. I use my superfood shake powder, like a scoop of that. And then usually cinnamon and nutmeg. So I'm usually making like a, my superfood shake is like a cafe latte flavor. Um, And then I, the night before, I add a cup of almond milk, put it in the fridge. All I need to do is pull it out in the morning and eat it. So it's so simple. So I don't have to do like anything in the morning, but pull it out and eat it. But something like you know, if you're going to have eggs in the morning, you could scramble up like three days worth of eggs and store them in a container each morning, take a scoop, warm it up. Um, For dinners, do you have time to cook the meat? Or is that something you should do ahead of time, right? You can chop the veggies ahead of time. You can cook the meat ahead of time. Um, After a buffet prep, your fridge is going to have multiple larger containers filled with the ingredients to make a meal, but the full meal isn't made. So if your plan is to have something one night, you'll be able to open your fridge, pull out all the containers you need, scoop, 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 reheat, and go, right? Um, Definitely a few things that people like to do ahead of time, like I said, chopping veggies, cooking meats, um, simple things like slicing bread or buns or, um, you know, just little things that are kind of that take up that time that really you don't have. You want to get yourself all the way to the point where you just have to heat and eat. And whatever that is um, depends really on what you're eating. But buffet prep is a little simpler because you chop it up, you cook it up, you store it, you pull it out, and you just throw the ingredients together, heat it up and serve. Now, full meal prep looks a little different because you're going one more step beyond the chopping and cooking and storing. Um, It is a little more work on the front end, but it will save you time on the back end. So whereas buffet style, you've got everything ready, but you need to assemble the meal. A full meal prep, you go all the way to assembly where you just have to heat and serve, but it's like ready to go. So this is where you're thinking like those portioned containers, right? They're ready to go. You just pop them in the microwave and eat or Maybe if you're making something like a casserole, that casserole is all in the pan. It's already been all the way cooked. You just have to pull it out of the fridge and heat, like reheat it up, right? So a full meal prep, you're cooking the entire meal ahead of time. 
then probably dividing it up into your storage containers so you can pull them out and eat, unless it's like a family meal, right? Um, so, you know, if you're doing that full like casserole or whatever, you're cooking it right away. So then when it's time to eat, it's still just a reheat. So full meal prep may mean that you're probably spending a couple hours cooking. Like maybe you're making three or four meals in one day so that during the week, you just reheat and eat without having to assemble a meal. And this actually works really nicely for those of you that have extra time on the weekends to do this, but are super busy during the week to even think about assembling a meal, right? So if you've cooked it and you have it ready to grab and eat, you're going to save a lot of time. Now, this is something I'll do when I know I only will have like a very short time at home between like events, like I'm running from one place to the other and I really just need to grab it and go. Um, this is something I might do with my lunches. Like I will fully prep lunches pre like portion them and put them in a container. Um, so a lot of meal prep really gets done in the planning stage, figuring out what is your schedule during the week? Where and when will you be eating? Are you going to be eating with your whole family by yourself? Do you have to prep for them? Are you eating at a different time? Um, and how much time do you have to make the food? How much time do you have to eat the food, right? You're not going to plan a meal that has a ton of different pieces, if you're only going to have maybe 15, 20 minutes to sit down with your family, you might want to just spend five minutes reheating so you can sit down and eat right away. Um, but to keep things simple, I definitely recommend having like the same thing for breakfast each day or maybe switching between two different things. Lunches, same thing, either same thing for lunch or leftovers, or just stick to two things where like maybe for three, four days in a row, I eat one thing, then the next three, four days, I eat another thing. It really helps to keep it really simple. Um, and that way, the prep is really simple, too, because I'm just prepping like one thing and then spreading it out over the week. Um, and then you can really just put your focus into dinners so that you know how you'll prep them. Maybe it'll be buffet style where I still have to pull everything out, um, assemble the meal and heat it up. Or maybe it'll just be full meal prep so it is ready to grab, heat and eat right away um, the least amount of time on the back end for sure. And remember, plan your snacks. <laughs> so if you know that you need a morning snack, plan it, prep it. My morning snack is sometimes um, a protein bar. Sometimes I have fruits and veggies uh, that I will definitely cut up and prep ahead of time in a container so I can just grab and go. Um, sometimes I'll have my superfood shake in addition to those things. Um, if I haven't had it like in my oats for breakfast, I try to drink that in the morning just so I make sure I don't forget it. Um, but whatever I am having in the morning, it's planned. So I don't have to do any guesswork when it's time to eat. And that's really, I think, the biggest thing behind meal planning and prepping is just taking the thinking out of it. You can just go on autopilot. It's like, okay, I spent the time over the weekend thinking about it, prepping it, making it. And now I don't have to think about it. I don't have to do the, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? I get home. I'm hungry. I don't know what I'm going to have. Oh, I'm just going to order something. No, it's like, it's done. It's there. It's prepped. It's ready. It doesn't really matter even if you want it or not because it's there. So you have to eat it, right? Um, a few things that I will say is obviously like keep an eye or keep in mind on the things that you are prepping. Like if you're making chicken ahead of time, that chicken really is only going to be good for maybe like three days after you cook it, um, three, four days max. So it's like if you plan to have chicken on Saturday and it's Monday, you can't really... Um, 
prep it that far ahead, right? Um, so you might have to do a little bit in the middle of the week as well, unless if you prep and freeze, right? So I can cook up a bunch of chicken, freeze it Monday, Tuesday, pull it out Wednesday, let it thaw, and then it will be fine for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So keeping those things in mind, um, things like salads, right? If you're going to like pre-make a salad, you have to make sure it's stored properly in the right container, um, you know, things like that. Otherwise, it's going to just get kind of gross by the end of the week. So using some of that common sense, like food knowledge that you already have and or using the lovely internet um, to help you Google, like, how long will salad last in a Tupperware container or whatever it is? Um, but plan, 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 and then go on autopilot for the week and see how great you feel. Uh, make sure you have everything that you need. Extra trips to the store are going to cost you more money. They are going to get you more off track. So plan everything, buy everything, prep it, eat it, and then feel awesome at the end of the week, right? <laughs> All right. I hope this was helpful to you. Again, please rate, review, share, help me get this podcast out into the world to more people, um, helping them out. Uh, please go ahead and send me any nutrition questions that you have. I want to do that little q and I'll probably record it um, Wednesday or Thursday this week. So this is releasing on a Monday. If I record it on Thursday, you've got like three days to get me your nutrition questions. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what exactly you guys want to know. Um, and besides that, I hope you have a wonderful, awesome, incredible week. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.